0: It is the Chicago vs. United audio podcast, your Chicago scene salvation, featuring interviews with the premier talent and tastemakers in the Chicago music and nightlife culture community. My name is Haima Black. I host this podcast every week at United.com. This week, I'm revisiting the best moments from the last 48 episodes of the Chicago vs. United podcast, including interviews with Tim McIlrath of Rise Against, Roman of Jump Smokers, Hollywood Holt, and more. Here's how those sounded. I'm a black, here with Tim from Rise Against at Reckless Records on Madison. You and I grew up at a time where you actually went to record stores, used CD stores, music shops. Like, when did that start happening for you? Were there records that changed your life because you went out to record stores, things like that?
1: It was a, there was a Rose Records in like I think it was in Arlington Heights or Rolling Meadows, um, and that's where I first bought like my cassettes and you know when CDs came out when they were still in the big cardboard you know the long rectangle boxes <laughs> you know
0: so no one steals on them <laughs> right yeah
1: so ridiculous I remember saving those boxes for all like hanging on my walls but those records right in I was getting into like some punk. And heavy stuff like Helmet on the same time, Touch and Go kind of stuff, right on the same time. So it was like, it was right before the grunge era really like was taking over, you know. And so it was all kind of happening at the same time. I uh, remember we were getting turned on to like Minor Threat and, and Fugazi, you know, like around the same time. And, and, and those records were, you know, changed my life.
2: You know,
0: people have blogs, they have digital ways of finding music, but it seems like the experience of going to a record store, finding that record that you don't know anything about and just discovering something new is kind of gone. Do you do you miss that kind of experience where you just, you know, find out about music that way?
1: Totally. I mean, I lived in the youth section of Reckless Records, you know, on Broadway <laughs> and Belmont or the one on Milwaukee for years. You know, I would just come in and I'd have like, you know, 10 bucks to my name and you'd go through and there'd be stuff that was only $3, $5, and you could walk out with records that you had sort of heard of or you just, it was a great deal, so you it up and that kind of stuff was instrumental in all the bands that i got exposed to you know you could tell too when like some hardcore kid needed money and came in because it would just be all victory records in the (laughs) bin that day for dirt cheap you know what i mean or you could tell when some indie rock kid had moved on to dance music because you'd see all the indie rock stuff and so people just dumping their collections um in these stores and that kind of stuff you know i'm the kind of guy that you can't go to a record store with because i'll just here for hours and i'll annoy the hell out of you you know you'll be like let's get out of here i just rummaging through everything and and seeing things and looking at the cover art you know and sometimes a man you never heard of their cover art alone just grabs you and you're like what is this
0: in the studio with elect dj esquire and epic of bbu what's going on gentlemen hey
1: hey how's it going
0: you know and it seems like the chicago scene over the last couple of years has really been operating very strongly and there's so much community at work yeah you know when you go out you guys are doing things kids in the
1: hall blowing
0: up huge yeah. right now hollywood's
1: and, coming up uh, right now hollywood, so it's hollywood, hollywood absolutely yeah, mike, yeah, terror. mike terror is another guy it's, that's been...
0: it's like it's it's crazy it's just like a small circuit of artists that i mean we all came from I'm, I'm, i think in about five years from now we're going to realize how big it actually is you know mm-hmm. like right now it just seems like we're all just kids that are making music that we like individually, and none of us sound alike, even though we, right. we all make music in the same circuit, you know? And it's just, it's just amazing. I think in about four or five years, when we get to different places in our careers, we're all just gonna look back at it and be like, wow. Yeah, you it's know, good.
1: like. because <laughs> there's definitely, like you are saying, just a lot more unification between like all the Chicago acts like coming together and like always helping each other out, and we're in the same places all the time, so why not, you know? <laughs> right.
0: This week, I'm on the phone with Hollywood Holt in advance of the release of his forthcoming mixtape. These are the songs that didn't make the album but are still cold as hell, so Shut the Fuck Up, Volume 1. Hollywood Holt, how's it going?
3: I'm phantasmic. This is why people buy albums, because... They want to feel like they know you they want to see they want to see they want to glimpse into your life through your music you know what I mean and that's why when you see people that always try to make number one hits they don't sell albums yeah they might have a chalk top and top 40 hit but they ain't selling no albums they're
0: because, selling the one song on iTunes
3: yeah exactly they'll just buy that song because nobody wants to hear a whole album of straight number one party hits you know what I mean they want to they want to know you know what what happens when you're upset what happens when Nobody
0: wants a double album from LMFAO.
3: (laughs) Exactly, dude. Like, exactly. Like, you know, back in the day when people were talking about, you know, all music and rappers coming out, it was all New York, New York, New York. I want to make that Chicago. I want other people from other cities to be like, yo, man, I'm going to go to Chicago and get on. You know what I'm saying? In Chicago, we still have a very big presence. You know, Lupe is still making dope music. Kanye just drops that dope shit. You know what I'm saying? Dude, that power video is insane. Dude, it's insane. And the thing is, the thing about our artists, they, they turn timeless. Like people don't understand that Twista is like a rapper from the '80s. It wasn't like it's not like he will, he popped in like '99 and some shit like that, you know. And still trying to hold on. Like that nigga is an old school rapper.
0: This week I'm talking with Roman from Chicago Club Rockers Jump Smokers. Roman, how's it going?
2: Hey man. How you
0: doing? That was when I first heard of you guys, is when, when my flow so tight started really getting some play on the radio. And that was right at the time when, you know, the whole Chris Brown thing happened, but everyone was afraid to call him out. You know, everyone was kind of taking this real safe stance. It seemed like, like well, we don't know what happened. I'm sure there's two sides. And it's like, no. Like, yeah. you see those pictures, and her face is fucked up. That's not that, cool. That's
2: exactly our, our stance, you know? I mean, I personally don't have any, any beef for Chris Brown. Like, he didn't do anything to me, but it was like I was sick of celebrities that were like, well, yeah, we don't know what really happened. It doesn't matter what happened. Like, we saw those pictures and what he did was a thousand percent wrong and it was like, we are the first, are we, we were the first, you know, group or anybody but to actually take a side and call him out for what he did and, you know, we, the, the song may have started as a joke but I'm actually pretty proud of that verse that I wrote in that song because it really takes a stand and, and goes into detail about, you know, um, what he did was wrong and, and nobody should ever forgive him for that.
0: Now, another one of your tracks kind of that pretty soon after that surfaced was don't be a douchebag and that kind of calls out a lot of the worst types of club goers you see out in the nightlife scene what are some of the worst like club trends that you see in chicago right now
2: well, it's funny because there's the quote-unquote bags in Chicago, and, and we just kind of wrote what we saw in the clubs here. You know, you got the guys that are orange-looking, you know, it's the middle of the winter, but they're orange and tan. Um, they got the tight Affliction t-shirts on or the Ed Hardy gear or whatever. Like, you know, it's just kind of like, you know, the big muscle dudes that are wearing shirts that are five sizes too small. And, um, you know, we just kind of thought it'd be funny to write a song about that. But the funny thing is whenever we go city to city all across the country and even in Canada, everybody's like, man, you must have wrote that song about the guys here in this city or in this. like it seems like it's definitely relatable not just in Chicago but all over the world It's one of those things where you you gotta kind of laugh and we have done shows where there's been the guy in the Ed Hardy tight t-shirt that is like singing along and he's having a good time with it I mean it's funny actually I was in Canada we were performing out there like a a month ago and one of the guys who owned the club really cool dude but he's like listen look at me I'm promoting this show spending a lot of money to get you guys out here and I look in the mirror and I'm actually a douchebag by your description but (laughs) people do they have a good time with it and I mean I'll be honest with you some of those douchebags are are, are big dudes they could probably beat us all up but but bottom line is it had to be said and hopefully we can help with the death of affliction t-shirts in the club you know
0: this has been the Chicago vs. United audio podcast, your Chicago scene salvation. Thanks to all the guests from the past 48 episodes for being on the show. You can stream and download all past episodes of the Chicago vs. United podcast at com slash podcasts, including interviews with members of Moneypenny, Loyal Divide, Allul, Sons, and many, many more. And be sure to follow us online at facebook.com slash dynastypodcasts, twitter.com slash podcasts, and dynastypodcast.tumblr.com. For the Dynamic Dynasty, my name is Haima Black, Dynasty Descend.